At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating our Billington Vermont 1059 The Radiator. Good evening, it's the Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Nick Sherrick and Chris Billu of the Western Terrestrials. Hello. Hello. Uh, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you two this evening? We're doing great. Happy to be here. We've got a rare mild day. Um, I hope you enjoyed it before all the snow and the cold come back in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm kind of looking forward to... Uh, I'd love some snow during Christmas. We missed it last year, and it'd be nice and... Uh, Get, get some ski time in around Christmas time would be, would be nice. Yeah, that's that's a literal plot of why Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Vermont and everything. Um, well, we do like starting with a song, so what have you got for us? Uh, this is a song I wrote a while back called Ashes to Ashes, and it's about growing up in Vermont and the complexities around that. So I wrote it when I was 26, I guess. And I'm, I'm not 26 anymore. You ready? Yep. Every time I left, she turned me around She picked me up and then she beat me down When I got lost, I wound up and found Well, I had dreams, I had such ideals Started scheming schemes and I couldn't deal. I bought a little just enough to sell. And I break even that I've done pretty well. But there's a boom for there's a buzz. I was a cop penny for I turned to rust. Here to stay when there's those in between little shades of gray. Some folks come home for a holiday, but there's some of us that never went away. Ashes and dust to 
But we'd outrun all our reservations When we filled up down at that corner station We took a ride and then we took a left Twilight, we drove on toward the dead. And there's a boat, oh, there's a boat. I was a cop penny for I turned to rest. Riding high, then I walked up. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. and terrestrials uh, with Ashes to Ashes. Um, I want to ask you two, so you two are both Vermont natives, is that is that right? So we, am I right in issuing that one? Uh, I grew up, yeah, I grew up in the Thetford, Vermont area, and then Chris is a recent, more recent Thetford native in the, the, yeah. the Vermont area as well. And then there's sort of a larger cosmic outer space connection as well. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to know a little bit about you know Vermont and and country music and its and its relationship. Uh, we certainly had a lot of people in here, primarily folk people, um, but folk country as well. They have told us that country and folk have got real hold in Vermont, and as it's the sort of genre that you'd usually associate with something south of the Mason Dixie line. Um, why do you think that Vermont has that kind of relationship? Yeah, it's almost a chip on my shoulder that I have playing this music. Um, around because for me it's like a very natural thing you know I grew up in the country and I grew up around a lot of country music and bluegrass and old-time music and other things but it's just always sort of been a piece of my my culture and my experience growing up here and I did like 4-H and things like that and listened to 90s country on the school bus and don't know <laughs> if I liked it at the time I like it more in in hindsight um, and then my dad was a musician exposed me to a lot of old country stuff like Hank Williams and Bob Wills and things like that. So it's just always been a part of my my DNA growing up around here. And uh, I got into punk music when I first started playing in bands when I was like 14, 15. I would come up here to 242. And uh, it's really cool being here, seeing the tiny museum. There's like posters from shows I played. But that got me into rockabilly and a bunch of other things. But there's this thread of traditional call it country music that I've always been into and then I started playing more of that kind of music in my 20s and would get that question you know like why are you from Vermont playing this shouldn't you be into fish <laughs> fish is fine if that's your thing but this has always been my thing and um, when we put this group together about two and a half years ago the first thing we did we went to Nashville to record an album because I, I didn't know what the band name was what the full concept was but it's like we're going to play country music we got to go do it Go to the source and having conversations in town there, I got this recurring, you know, so outsider thing, like where these, these Vermonters and having to have that conversation. And that's what got us thinking about who the ultimate, you know, outsiders were in country music. And we went 
all the way to the extreme with uh, the aliens. <laughs> so, but we're the we're the aliens. We we brought our thing to Nashville, and uh, people liked it. So that's what that's what we're doing. And sort of we have this deep love of the traditional country music, and we also do it our own. Yeah, quirky, weird Vermont us way. And uh, I really love that that's kind of the history of why you guys call the Western Terrestrials. It kind of uh, does answer a couple of questions on that front. Um, we do also have, a, you know, this big history of bluegrass, like it, you were saying, and, and folk. And, and I really do feel like country has got a, a real kind of toehold in here. And, and I can imagine being down in Nashville, it does probably feel like you are the outsiders coming in. But is there anything particularly about Vermont that you think really a- appeals to those the, the kind of country songs, folk songs? What is it? Is it the the landscape, the people, um, or or is it just coincidence? And I just happened to no, talk I mean, to a it's certainly not coincidence for me. And I grew up in, you know, not in Burlington, yeah. So it's a whole, <laughs> whole other part of the, multiple part of the states, but it was very much the pace of life I grew up around. You know, it's like trucks and <laughs> trains and all this country music stuff. And you go down to the, the gas station down the road where I live, and that's as country as anything you're going to find in Alabama or any anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And to me, there's just an inherent authenticity to this, this kind of music. And then it's in the physical DNA of the States. You know, like my neighbor has probably has a banjo in his attic and it's like people get together and have these jam sessions and play these old traditional songs and it comes through different lenses. You have like your, your dead country and your jam band country and then you know, some really authentic, you know, nerdy bluegrass stuff that and a lot of people, we wouldn't be welcome at. A lot of people forget, I mean, country music as we know it has its roots from that early, very, you know, early 1700s Americana um, that came out from the, the, you know, Irish and Scottish fiddle playing. And, you know, what we hear now in folk music and country music really all comes from that same nucleus happening, um, you know, along the eastern seaboard with uh, immigrants bringing their music. And country music is just really another filtration of that um, coming from the same place. And so I think there's that commonality of, uh, you know, Americana and bluegrass and country music uh, having its, you know, having its roots from the same place. And and I think a lot of people, you know, whether they're from Vermont or or California or Texas or or Nashville, um, you know, understand that and, and, find that unique for, oh, I'm sorry, not talking to the mic enough. Um, you know, f- find that, uh, you know, understand that, or, or at least uh, uh, at a certain level and, and appreciate the music, um, you know, country music. I mean, I've, I've, we've all traveled a lot, and I think, you know, uh, uh, in this day and age, especially now in this day and age, uh, music is so, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all a hodgepodge. You know, it's all getting mixed together, and, and uh, the, the, the borders, so to speak, are very... Uh, great. And that is our approach to, I mean, for better or for worse, we're not particularly good reenactors. So if we wanted to sound <laughs> like, you know, country from 1972, we couldn't do that. Or just the Bakersfield sound, or like, you know, Waylon Jennings or Hank Williams. So we do our own thing, and we pull from all those pieces, and we pull from rock and roll and soul and anything else that we like. But it's sort of, for me, it's this this whole, yeah, hodgepodge of American music that's that's fair game. And I think what you're supposed to do as an artist is pull those pieces that appeal to you and speak to you and that's sort of what we've tried to do is pull together the threads that are meaningful to us and and I, i'm the newest member of the band and and uh you know i'm 
probably about 15, 20 years their senior of, of all everyone in the band. And what's great is... Don't, don't give it away. It's the radio. <laughs> so no, one would, no one would know. I'm 29. Um, <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> Super creepy. Um, you've seen a lot. You've, you're, you've had a hard 29 years. Yeah, I've years. had a hard 29 <laughs> years. Oh, no, but I... I, I uh, Understanding these guys, I describe it to my friends who are there like, hey, what are you doing today? Or what are you doing? You know, who are you playing with? Um, it's these guys grew up listening to Waylon Jennings and, and uh, Willie Nelson and all that, um, while at the same time also listening to The Clash. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, at a gig, it's sometimes it's, they'll, it'll go back and forth between this. There's this kind of more punk attitude live blah blah at the same time the songs are these more traditional country songs mm. um so it's this great like this it's it's these older tra- uh, country songs from the 70s or 60s um but kind of with this fire in them from uh that youthful aggression of the uh, the 80s i guess <laughs> right and nick you're saying that you know uh, you, you you tried out the punk bands and and other genres and you kind of gravitated back to country because i was kind of the thing you grew up with as part of your core, part of your soul. Um, do you, when you're writing, is, is are these other genres that have kind of influenced you? Do you think about that when writing, or is it kind of just come out naturally? These are sort of things that, of course, you're going to play like this. Of course, you're going to have a, maybe a, a slightly punk filter on this, or maybe you can have a a slightly more um, you know indie filter because of the influences, or or is that actually intentionally put in? No, I try. I think I try not not to think about it right it's um and i think when you write a good song you don't you don't think about it and then maybe you notice later what the pieces are um and it's cool because the project is very much a band and there's five of us and a couple other auxiliary members and they all sort of have this deep appreciation of popular music and sort of all the different strains of americana and american music and then this sort of unifying thing around classic country and so they they will pull out pieces of flavor that I wouldn't have heard as well. Um, but we sort of speak that collective language and it is this geographic anchor of this, you know, middle of Vermont area. And it's just, for me, it's what, it's the kind of country music someone who grew up where I did when I did would play and that's what I try, try to go for. Nice. Oh, well, I'd love to hear another song. So yeah, yeah, so let's, we'll hit one on that, that theme. So this song's called Hank Williams' Cadillac. And this is, we did this the first, the first session we went down to Nashville with the idea of just, it's time to do something. And the song's about some country music history and me and, and us and then sort of the timeless thing that music is for bringing people together and feeling, feeling things. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. One, two. Well, Monday morning Really aren't that bad And Tuesday's labor Ain't gonna break my back I can make it through the workday Punching in and punching out But I get restless Every year when the birds fly south When them stars come out when a cloud goes across the moon When the radio is playing A high and lonesome tune I get restless 
reckless and blue I was traveling when I met you Since I've settled down But the promises I made I'm a-keeping now I wouldn't trade our home together For all the treasures in this town But I still get restless When the dead leaves hit the ground When them stars come out When a cloud goes across the moon When the radio is playing I get restless, reckless and blue. All right, Chris you. Felt like they're in the back Of old Hank Williams' Cadillac I breathe deeply And I strike a match And I feel it for a moment Then the moments pass But when them stars come out when a cloud goes across the moon When the radio is playing a high and lonesome tune I get restless, reckless and blue When them stars come out When a cloud goes across the moon When the radio is playing a high and lonesome tune I get restless reckless and blue I get restless reckless and blue And there with Hank Williams' Cadillac. Um, I've got to ask. So you've already kind of explained why you call the Western Terrestrials. You, you're kind of outsiders in this country scene. Well, you really, you kind of go full force with it. I mean, it's it's not just the name and, and the kind of concept. There's there's references to Blade Runner, Armageddon. You got a song called Space Cowboys Got the Blues. Uh, your new single is called 1984. There's a there's obviously like a a kind of sci-fi slant to the work. What's what's the story behind that? Yeah, the sort of reality caught up with the the gimmick much more quickly <laughs> than we expected. I mean, so it's a really it's all part of the plan. Yeah, it's almost uh, we knew we knew the plan. We 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 got our we got our <laughs> orders from afar. It's a really rich metaphor, right? I mean, when you start digging into and like on some level, we're all sci-fi nerds and X Files fans and other things, and then there's some 
true believers in the bunch as well, I think. <laughs> um, maybe if one here tonight. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Aliens sort of like went mainstream last summer is the funniest part about all of us. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I, just, I just love it. I mean, it's, there's, there's a lot to talk about. And what I write about a lot in songs is sort of this... So it's like songwriting is a deeply personal thing, and then you get to have this connection with a band playing it. And we went through this pandemic where we physically couldn't be in the same space, and there was an isolation that was very difficult as a performer and extra frustrating because we sort of were hitting our stride with this project when that pandemic started, and we were actually in Nashville recording the week that the, the like COVID acts came down, and um, we had shows set up on Music Row in Nashville and in Memphis, and instead we drove home on this like terrifying Friday the 13th highway where everyone's <laughs> going 80 the truck stop we stop the shelves are clear and like the world is a very different place and we've been writing these songs about you know isolation and paranoia and you know the apocalypse coming and all of a sudden <laughs> it was actually happening and you know when we got out of that van we didn't see each other in the same space for you know almost a year and um the metaphor just it felt real all of a sudden right it wasn't the sci-fi post-apocalyptic spooky camp thing we were doing it was very much the reality that had caught up and uh we'll play that song 1984 i was going to play it next anyways but that was the weirdest one because i've been working on that for a while wrote it towards the start of the pandemic and it just it's uh it's about a bunch of different things um but part of it is about what was happening as it turns out with a pandemic and isolation and there's also these sort of lines about the Wizard of Oz which is sort of the, the ultimate surreal thing and we certainly aren't in Kansas anymore and we weren't um, and then I talked about the Civil War in there too for some reason that was just what we were what we were feeling <laughs> and we were getting ready to release the song and um, it was like January 6th I was watching TV and saw a Confederate flag like on the the Senate floor and it was just deeply, you know, it, it freaked me out to some extent, you know, it's what we've been sort of talking about in this theoretical, almost campy sense, it was very much this fever dream reality that was happening. And on top of that, 1984, the book went number one on Amazon that week, out of the blue, because everyone else was feeling this <laughs> dystopian Orwellian thing that was happening. And then cropped up, there's like Wonder Woman 1984, and I think there was an American Horror Story 1984, and it just, it feels like we sort of hit this zeitgeist by accident, which is a very, very odd feeling. Um, but that's sort of the, the ethos of the whole thing, something about it's resonating with people right now, which, which means a lot, but sort of we started out going, going for it with the weird, and we couldn't, couldn't quite keep up with reality. It's <laughs> caught a up and passed us. Bit of a runaway train at this point, or a runaway spaceship at the very <laughs> least. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, was, it, was it quite... Did you reflect on that drive back from Nashville up to Burlington, or, sorry, further than Burlington, Danville, and um, was it, in hindsight, quite nice to be able to spend that time, all that time with your, your fellow band members, your friends... Obviously, at the time, you didn't know that you were going to be able to see him again for another year, but is that something you ever reflect on in terms of that oh, time all, you spent with him? All the time, and it really, for me, it's the hardest, one of the hardest things. It was the easiest thing, ultimately, because it was very clear when we got on the highway that the world wasn't just safe. Right? You know, it was, um, so we all wanted to be home with our families. But for me, like as an artist, I'd taken a good amount of time off and then sort of put all my chips in. We did one album in Nashville. We had a follow-up one, like it was happening. You know, it was the closest I've ever been to whatever 
that is, you know, making it. It sort of felt like, so, you know, I said like a nice steak dinner and then they mm -hmm. ripped the tablecloth <laughs> out. So it was devastating for me. And then it also was the best creative year of my life. And for the band, we've had more success over the pandemic era than anything I've ever done creatively in my life. And um, so it's like very much both. It was, it just had to happen the way it had to happen as it turns out. And that's sort of what I reflected on. But it was, um, it was very bitter days when I was like, I have this thing and it's happening and I can't do it. And this is the one thing, this is what I'm good at and what I'm supposed to be doing. And uh, that isolation was really tough and also what's driven the projects we've done during the pandemic and being able to come back together and play this summer was just a jubilant mm -hmm. experience. Well, when you say you've kind of it's, it's helped you progress and and grow as a band more than when you would prior to the pandemic, does that just mean creatively in terms of just writing songs, or do you, or do you mean performing songs? Are you doing lots of lots of uh, um, lots of gigs over here's, Zoom, or or is this like kind of post pandemic? Now it's you've seen this explosion. So here's the really crazy our our little window, and I almost have like some survivor's guilt around it because it's a pretty cool story and been pretty awesome in, in a lot of ways. Um, that week when we were down in Nashville, right, you know, as this was hitting, uh, the guy from Old Crow Medicine Show, this guy named Catch the Chords, a band leader, a fiddler, wrote Wagon Wheel, pretty prominent guy in this world. He reached out to me out of the blue on Instagram and said, I think it was, y'all are weird, let's co-write a song called <laughs> Ethan Allen was an alien together. And uh, it's a great, right? That's a really, that's, that's, that's gold. Premise. So like, we <laughs> jumped right on it. I recorded a demo that night, sent it to him, and we just went back and forth. And the plan was we were going to record it together. And then the pandemic hit, and we couldn't do it. And first, you know, kick in the gut. But then I kept pestering him. He was great. He recorded his tracks remotely. We had these tracks from the rest of the album, so we were able to finish that song. It's called Ethan Alien and a whole album. And we put it out, and it did remarkably well for anything I've ever done. It was on the Americana charts. This was last summer. It was like 11 on the alt-country charts. It got played on the Grand Old Opry radio station in Nashville. Bunch of cool stuff. And the Oko guy, he loved it. you know. And um, I got this notion last fall that we got to do something because we can't do a normal thing. And I realized every other artist in Vermont and creative was feeling the same angst I was about not being able to go out and perform. And if that's your, your thing, it's something you really have to do, right? It's not an easy profession or hobby or anything. You just get dragged out over again because you, you have to do it. It's part of your therapy, part of your... Um, so I started calling all of my friends who are uh, actors and filmmakers and poets, and we put together this crazy project that Jim from Big Heavy World was like the second person I called and was the fiscal sponsor. And we made a movie called Ballad of Ethan Alien. And it's a feature film. It has a whole bunch of different Vermont artists in it. Um, Louis Guzman has a cameo. Ben and Jerry are in it. My friend Kaya Morris is in it. Um, Rusty the Logger DeWeese is in it. Mm -hmm. And it's this whole celebration of Vermont art and creativity from Bread and Puppet to, to Grace Potter and Hades Town and everything in between. But somehow we got everyone together, and we shot a full feature film last fall. And then we put it together over the, the winter, and we've been showing it this summer. And people like are resonating with it. And it's, it's fun. It's also some really serious, serious themes. And it's sort of like a deconstruction of this Vermont art that's celebrated here in this room. And you know, folks have been involved with any sort of Vermont music for years. So we're going to be doing more showings of that. We have a website, balladofethanalien.com. Um, but all of that happened because of this weird, 
this weird moment. So, so that's what we, <laughs> that's what we did with our. I can't release an album, so let's make a movie. Yeah, yeah. That makes, can't play shows. Makes total sense. Yeah, and uh, it's it's great. It's really it's funny and yeah, it's people loved funny. it. It's like a, sort of like Rocky or Picture Show meets. Uh, I don't know, man with a plan or something like that. <laughs> well, maybe without the pandemic, maybe that would have just been a song, and and it maybe would have moved on from there. But because people had the time, and because people wanted to perform, perform, there was more space, and there was more kind of uh, more opportunities for people. Totally, to and more... who knows? It probably wouldn't have even been a song. Like you yeah. just it, things happened the way they they happened, and. Who knows? But I have a feeling it's going to be a song I'm going to be playing next year and a couple of years from now as well. Mm-hmm. Funny you should mention Kaya Morris. She's actually a colleague of mine, and I did wonder why she was dressed as an alien on a Zoom call at some point last year. <laughs> so, so that explains was, things yeah, now, actually. Well, that actually wasn't during the shoot. That was uh, just... That was just a, re- that <laughs> yeah, was just yeah, a regular yeah. Tuesday for her. Kaya's the coolest. She's one of the most uh, compassionate, hardworking, just all-around badass people I know. Can I yeah. say that? I think I can uh, say, absolutely. I can say compassion. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we bleep that one out. Um, well, I'd love to hear another song. So what you guys got? Yeah, let's play the song from the movie. So this is the 1984 song. I guess it's our latest single. I'll try to enunciate so the full spookiness of the... So this was written almost entirely before the pandemic. <laughs> Well, the sun came out after the flood And the walking dead, they rose up from the mud But these are like the zombies of the past Zombies these days, they move fast and if this here feeling's really here to stay Can I click my heels three times and make it all go away? Cause this don't feel like home anymore It feels more like it's 1984 Main Street and blew away the bank. Deposited my savings into the septic tank. But you don't have to be some kind of weatherman to know to get out of the way when it hits the fan. And if you see your feelings really here to stay Can I click my heels three times and make it all go away Cause this don't feel like home anymore It feels more like it's 1984 
virus came down, took John Prine's breath away, it felt unfair. But he had to die alone with a tube down his throat, gasping for air. And we all cried together, but apart, drinking vodka, ginger ales, trying to nurse our wounded hearts. And the bastards can't say that black lives matter more. And the plantation battle flag of slave owners. Just don't feel like Kansas anymore. Feels more like it's the Civil War. by the Western Terrestrials. You certainly get a very bit political on that one. Is, is, is that something I missed from the other songs or is it just is it mostly this one or this specific project where you're kind of going for a more political bent? No, I mean, it's, I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 right? It's like a political moment we're in, right? Every talk, honestly, you have to talk about, I think. Um, and it's all inherently political as far as I'm, I'm concerned. The Ethan Alien song, there's a good, like the line, right, sums it all up. It's uh, from outer space, y'all are all aliens, right? And that's the sort of the absurdity of mm. some of the divisions and the things we think about if you move the lens back a little bit. Right. So, so that's the that's the, the political ethos right there. Um, and this, you, 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 the first album recorded in Nashville, the second album is out now, is that, is that correct? We, it or? is, so the second album's called Back in the Saddle, but Fever Dream, it mm. came out last summer, and we've been playing off of it a bunch this summer all over mostly the Vermont area and then the new there's a new single 1984 obviously you just played that is that from a new album that's so that's from released? the movie soundtrack which okay. is going to be out in the the coming months and we have a couple other songs on it and there's a bunch of other really great Vermont artists both Thayer's on it uh, Sarah King Brass Balligan do a version of our Ethan Alien song <laughs> Uriah Hackney mixed some of it from Rough Francis and yeah. a bunch of other cool projects, and uh, and that's just the start. And then a bunch of the cast and the, the film sing their songs, and that's all on the soundtrack. So we're gonna have that out soon. And then we've been working on a new album, and recording some stuff recently as well. So we will have more more to share soon, I hope. Nice, you guys have been very busy. If, if, if we include the uh, various artists' musical soundtrack, um, and then this next album, that would be four in two years three years something like that yeah no it's, it's our time right so you gotta make <laughs> yeah. what's the folks expression <laughs> make hay before the cows come home right <laughs> um uh, is this what you're finding right now that you can never every time you sink down to write something something new's coming out yeah it's very it's, easy yeah 
I mean, it's, not, it's never easy. Or that's not, there's nothing easy about my process, but there's plenty to write about. And um, some of the other guys have been writing too. But I think about when I was in my late teens, early 20s, I had this really trite, stubborn thing where I was like, I wish I lived in an interesting time. Right? I was in the mm. 60s, things were happening, or the 70s. And then, I don't know, over the last three or four years, I've realized how bizarre and screwed up that perspective was like we are living in very interesting times and that's not entirely a positive thing at all you know but for what it is <laughs> it is interesting and there's plenty to talk about and write about that it is that's actually a an old irish curse you know yeah i think it's uh i think it's universal yeah we have a couple <laughs> similar ones in outer space <laughs> i am i'm sure <laughs> i am sure uh but you you mentioned that your uh your process of writing's not the easiest would you like to tell us a little bit about that I have friends who can just sit down and write a song, and for me it's eventually it's fully formed and it's done, but I'll have these pieces just sort of gnawing at me for months on end, and then I'll pick up a guitar and a couple more pieces will come together and then I'll lose it again, and then one day it's sort of there. Um, but things like that Ethan Alien song, I had to write it, you know, because... <laughs> We wanted to record with the guy, and he was the he was the shot. So we wrote that in like two hours. You know, <laughs> so something to be said for pressure, I guess. But it's also just it comes when it when it does, and you get these moments of creativity. And I think we've done a good job of harnessing them when when they're happening. Does it help when your back's against the wall? Then when when you know you got a deadline or or something that that's very critical to kind of your own makeup and. and Reason for being. I don't think that's a duplicate. You can't do that one <laughs> more than once. That was like, all right, this is, a, you know, I've talked about this for years. And uh, I don't play music. Is, it's very hard in a lot of ways. And you get these little door openings. And I've been doing it long enough where it's like, all right, it's cracked. I got to get my foot in there and kick it as hard as I can and run with this as hard as I can and put my money where my mouth is. So I've said, you know, for, <laughs> for years, if something like this were to happen, if someone would reach out, I'd, I'd show up with, with the goods. And so I think that. You have to deliver, right? Or it'd be time to retire. Yeah. Maybe you already had that written in your head before this was even offered. It was just always a dormant in the back of your brain. I think the Ethan, Ethan Allen was always sitting out there somewhere in the collective <laughs> consciousness. We just had to reach out and pluck it down. Just know what frequency they were on. That's all it was. We had to adjust the, right. the dial. A bit, but, <laughs> but that was why. I mean, so the Old Crow Medicine Show band that a lot of people know had a big impact on me in like my late teens because it was like people playing traditional music with sort of a contemporary, almost punk rock sensibility. And it hit me, I was like, this is something I can do and should do. It's okay for me to play this music my way. And then it's a band I didn't think about much at all for a long time after that and sort of touched in with them at these pivotal moments in my life I've realized in hindsight. But when they reached out out of the blue, it just sort of, I saw the pieces, how they could fall together. I was like, we got to do this. And then sure enough, this summer, they finally did make it up here, and we got to open for them at a Shelburne Farm. And they had us come out and sing Ethan Alien with them to the big crowd, and everyone cheered and yelled Ethan Alien. It was just yeah, it was incredible. Lovely. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's one for the memory banks when you're old and gray. Yeah, yeah, no, mm -hmm. I, could, I could be happy. You know? <laughs> I think we can do some more cool things, but that was, yeah. that was one, one cool thing we did right. It's a pretty good peak as peaks go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, um, we've brought out time for one more song, but before you before you play that, uh, could you let us know uh, where you might be playing again and um, w what we should be expecting, or where to people where people can find you, at least. So, uh, two places: westerntrestrials.com, 
We'll lead you everywhere. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have a really fun Instagram. There's a lot of weird content and video content. And then BalladOfEthanAlien.com is the film. Mm -hmm. um, we're not going to be doing... We played something like 40 dates over the last three months, and it's been awesome. We're not going to be doing much for uh, November, December, January, because we're trying to figure it out, like everyone else, like what does COVID look like here? Mm -hmm. What indoor shows? What can we do safely? Um, but in the meantime, we're going to be doing some more music, and I know we're going to be doing a live stream type special of the film coming right up in the holiday season, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And then um, we'll be announcing. I have this theory that come like January or February, people are going to be feeling cabin fever, and it's going to be the right time to be out in the world more heavily. So that's what we're, we're plotting towards at the moment. I'm into that. M hopefully, most of us had our booster shots by then. Yeah. yeah the third booster shot. The third booster shot. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, that's about all we've got time for. But what, what song you got to play us out with? Well, we got to play the Ethan Alien song, right? Yeah, of course. That's, uh, <laughs> after that story. Not too fast. <laughs> Great. Let me tell you about some other ETs in my home state. Ben and Jerry, Ethan, Ethan Alien, Alien, Snowflake Bentley, Ethan Alien, Nico Case, Ethan and the man Alien. called Ben. Louis Guzman, Ethan Alien, Fred Tuttle, Ethan Alien, John Deere and his tractor. Now the Dosecki's beer guy, Ethan Alien. say he's the most interesting Ethan man in this world, in the entire universe. Ethan he's only number 27. That's still pretty good. Professor Arthur, Ethan Alien. Calvin Coolidge, not so much, but Bernie Sanders is a hardcore Ethan Alien. What? 
times a flat circle. Sugar sweet and souls from hot maple syrup so be good to each other and treat strangers like friends. In the parts of the galaxy where we come from, visitors are always welcoming from outer space. Y'all are all aliens. Ethan Allen was an alien. So are all the other little green mountain men created the state being for outlaws just like them. Ethan Allen was an alien. Right. Ethan Allen. Ethan Allen. Ethan Allen. Any little help from the studio audience here? Ethan Allen. Ethan Allen. All your naturals. Well, Grace Paley and Annie Prue. Grace Potter, she's one too. And Anais Mitchell, she's a hardcore. Ethan Allen, my apologies. Ethan Allen, whoa! Ethan Allen, Ethan Allen, Ethan Allen. Song. I love it. That was that was great. Ethan Alien by Western Terrestrials there, guys. Thank you so much for coming yeah. in. Thanks, um, a Best of luck with all the projects. It's all onwards and up with you Thank guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Can we play one more on the way out? I was inspired by a poster on the wall. I would I would love to, but I have personally got to run. So, oh, no. Um, I'm going to mosey on over. We'll waltz you out uh, proper. I, I'm, I'm going to sign off by saying uh, we've got Julia the Nightcaps uh, coming up uh, next week, so tune in then. Um, this has been 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proxer, and I'm going to skedaddle, but these two are going to play us one more song, so take it away, boys. All right. Thank Sorry you. to drive you out of the building, Tom. Thank you. That was Thanks, wonderful. Tom. I saw that Bill Kirchin poster on the wall with the Starline Rhythm Boys, and uh, he's one of my favorite guitar players and another... It's cool seeing all these posters from all these different threads of Vermont music. Uh, and anyone who hasn't stopped by to see the Tiny Museum over here at 4 Howard Street should find a time to. There's Death Posters, and Starline Rhythm Boys, and the sign from 242. But this is a song we just recorded. It's a cover. It's for Commander Cody, who just died, and Bill Kirchin played on it. He played the little Hot Rod Lincoln riff that we stole in, in uh, Ethan Alien as well. So We had to play this one tonight. It's called Stems and Seeds. All right. Well, I'm all alone. It's Saturday night, watching the late late show. A bottle of wine, some cigarettes. I got no place to go. But I saw you with your other man, he was wearing my brand new shoes And I'm down to seeds and steps again, too But I saw my old friend Dave today From down in Bowling Green Got himself the prettiest little gal that you have ever seen But I could not hide my tears because she looked like you And I'm down the seeds and stems again too
everybody tells me There's other ways to get high But they don't seem to understand I'm too far gone to try Now these lonely memories They're all that I can't lose And I'm down to seeds and stems again too Yes, I'm down to seeds and stems too right, Chris Billiou the head took John Prine back home took Charlie Pride Charlie Watts died Commander Cody crossing to the ozone but that's just a drop in the bucket compared to losing you and I'm down to seeds and stems again too I got the down the seeds and stems again blue. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Big Heavy World and Jim and everyone for all you do. Thank you. And we're free. Woo! Thank you very much. Thanks, well, that guys. was a blast. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. <laughs>